Joining me for analysis on what's playing itself out on that market scene is Anaki Van Rooyen from Amai Wealth Investments. Anaki, always a pleasure and a good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, thank you, and thanks for having me. All right, Anaki, it looks like it's a great start to a week so far. European markets all upbeat, local markets also upbeat, and I think the RAND enjoying some sort of strength as well. Uh, let's talk about uh, what is uh, driving markets this afternoon. Yes, um, I think, you know, ever since this geopolitical storm erupted in the Middle East, um, the markets have been dominated by risk of sentiment. So the fact that that situation continues to be contained and we're not uh, witnessing any escalation, I think that is a huge sigh of relief for the markets right now. But we have a lot happening this week on the macroeconomic front. So even though we are in the green, I think a lot of investors are sitting on their hands right now because not only on the local front, but also international front, there's a lot of stuff happening this week. On Thursday, we have the, like you have mentioned, the medium-term budget policy statement where we obviously are expecting a deterioration in fiscal metrics. Um, so it will be very interesting to see what, what uh, is happening on that front, especially with regards to ESCOM and Transnet, and to see what progress they have made. Um, also to see what plans the minister has up his sleeves, because he doesn't really have much um, um, room to move, because uh, he can't increase taxes. He, he has to be careful to go and borrow more with interest rates being so high, and it's very difficult to cut spending under the current circumstances. So we'll have to see. On Thursday, and then we also have PMI in South Africa. We have PMIs in China coming out, which uh, we are eagerly awaiting. We also have non-farm payrolls on Friday in the US, which is such a big market mover. Um, we're expecting 185,000 jobs to have been added to that economy. We also await the rest of the European GDP numbers and inflation numbers. Then we also have the Bank of England um, sometime this week, plus the Federal Reserve in America, which will announce interest rates. And it's widely expected for them to keep rates on hold for now. So also Apple results and McDonald's, which will give us an indication on consumer behavior later this week. So, yes, a lot of stuff happening and um, investors are eagerly awaiting all of this. Um, with all the data coming out of the U.S. this week, and of course you've mentioned all of it, um, you know, Anakin, um, keen to get your thoughts on how this all will even par com compared to the fact that the GDP days that we have seen to date is very, very strong. Um, and so, for instance, by the time that we're looking at, for instance, non-farm payrolls, uh, for instance, or we're looking at Apple or McDonald's, uh, you know, their uh, earnings, how do we uh, contextualize all of that with the GDP also being so strong? Yes, it's difficult because right now good news isn't always good news. Mm -hmm. So the American economy has been very resilient, as you have mentioned. Consumers in the U.S. have been resilient. Um, and it will all come down to the average um, hourly earnings on Friday to see if that is an inflationary number because the Fed has already left the door open for the possibility of another 25 basis point rate hike, which we hope will not happen because they have been pretty dovish lately in their comments. So if, if rates is going to stay higher for longer, it depends for how long, then it will become difficult for that US economy to avert the recession. 
And that is the kingpin, is whether they're going to have a soft landing or whether they're going to head into a recession. So you sit with the U.S. economy and this one side that is so resilient and so strong, but then in Europe and in the U.K., you sit with consumers that are really, really under pressure um, and, and you look at economies that are contracting. So... Yes, it, it's going to be interesting to see. But if that hourly, hourly earnings is going to be um, uh, higher than expected, we'll see the market selling off. I mean, speaking about that uh, eurozone, they are expecting that the GDP will come out there and it will show some form of a contraction. I'm keen to get your thoughts on this, but even the impact this might have on a market like South Africa, uh, where Europe is a very big trading partner. Yes, um, and and... Obviously, if all those economies start contracting, then the ECB will have to continue to to keep rates on hold. And South Africa sit with pretty much the same problem. Our economy is not strong. We have commodity prices that have been sliding. Um, it's going to be one of the problems that we face, or that the government faces when when the minister is announcing the the medium term budget policy statement on Thursday. Because previously we were able to collect taxes on corporate profits where where commodity companies were printing money now with load shedding and commodity prices coming down. So it's a different picture. So it's not only because of Europe being a trading partner that is going into into a recession. Obviously, that will also influence us negatively. But it's also the fact that locally, we basically sit with exactly the same problems that they are facing. Speaking about trading partners, keen to get your thoughts on China. We've seen Evergrande there, uh, you know, they had approached the courts and the courts have gone back and said to try to restructure this company. But this debt, Anagi, is $300 billion. I'm wondering if anything can be done for Evergrande or if it's possible that, uh, you know, we might see a complete winding up of this company. Well, that'll be interesting to see what's going to happen there. Uh, I wish I had the answer to that question. But I think uh, the headlines we saw this morning, I, I see it as a positive because it was a liquidation hearing and then the hearing was adjourned. So it might just indicate that there is a shot at restructuring. That'll be awesome. That'll, that'll really be good news if that can happen. Because as we all know, the property sector in China has been battling for the past two years and they still they're still continuing to battle. Um, Evergrande is like old news now. The new kid on the block is Country Garden, mm-hmm. and that one's also battling with their bond payments. So, yeah, let's, let's hope and pray that we're going to see some good news from Evergrande. Well, Anneke, I'm keen to get your stock pick in a bit, but first I'd like us to reflect on some counters that have found favour with your industry peers. When you go for clicks, they came out with their results this week. I mean, they got reasonably good turnover growth. They got margin expansion. I mean, the, the, the results were quite difficult to look at because it had all of the uh, vaccines in the base that they're comparing against. But their sort of, I suppose, consistent growth in turnover was quite good at over 12%. The wholesale distribution section had a relatively muted turnover growth, but a lot of that to do was to do with the introduction of a new system that uh, disrupted their operations for a while. I mean, this actually surprising enough happens quite often when companies introduce a new system. And they got volume growth, almost 1% volume growth, and they got margin enhancement. And the share's not overly expensive. So, you know, despite the fact that the share's gone up a little bit this week post the results announcement, I still quite like clicks. Stock peak for the day yes. uh-huh. is uh, Sivanya. 
I still hold that uh, there's a lot of value there. Mm. Um, the management has performed well over time. Uh, and I think their geographic diversification and their commodity diversification will return good value to shareholders over time. That's APSA. Um, we also recently added it to one of our uh, equity portfolios, on the, on the certainly on the private wealth side. We like the story. It's uh, one of the big four banks. Uh, it's trading at a very, very historical cheap ratio of about seven times forward earnings, which you don't get as cheap as that. They're going to pay a decent dividend, around about 16 rand full year dividends going to be paid out to shareholders. A nice yield on that too. Well capitalized, as uh, your guest indicated as well. Uh, and it has lagged the other three big banks. So I think this is a good one for us and as I said disclosure we have decided to add that as well to our portfolios. All right Anarchy, uh, SA Inc and Focus they're keen to get your thoughts on some of those counters. It's interesting that they all go for the SA Inc stocks but um, I can't fault any of those stock picks. Um, I agree 100% with APSA there's nothing wrong with chasing a high dividend yield um, in the current market which has been extremely difficult and then clicks is a defensive play and that PE will will drop to I think just above 20 on a forward PE basis um, I like the fact that they've been able to maintain uh, a high return on equity ratio so I agree def- um, good defensive play and then Sabanye we've got a trading update coming out later this week so it'll be interesting to see what that looks like um, Sabanye is so low and i think there's so much bad news that's already discounted in that price so just purely on a valuation basis that it is offering value it definitely is it's just that they do still face headwinds in the short term we we have shaft closures coming up and the possibility i think it's approximately four thousand jobs that that are on the line so so i don't expect sabani just shoot the lights out in the short term but longer term all of them you, you got to take a longer term view yeah and which counter are you going with this afternoon anarchy I'm being very brave. I'm going for cash. (laughs) I'd rather earn interest on my money this week, seeing that rates are high, uh, just until all the central bank action is out of the way, and especially the non-farm payrolls number on Friday. And then I'll be back with a stock pick next time. Wonderful, Anarchy. Thank you so much for starting the week off for us. It's been an absolute pleasure. That was your Midday Markets update with Anarchy van Royen from My Wealth Investments.